now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Okay, cut the music, cut the music. She's ready, she's ready. Listen, <laughs> that was funny. I forgot how long that was. But anyway, that's something we're going to try to. Because I need something to throw to when I have to um, clear the frog in my throat. Because you know, these are my first thoughts. Who am I? I'm Yolanda, at Dryer Buzz. And I know I've been doing this for like so long. I feel like you all know me. But listen, if you're catching this on my timeline, your timeline, maybe we added a new stream location. Uh, this is a live recording of a podcast. It is my first thoughts of the morning. It is, I am literally wiping the sleep from my eyes. I have a little cup of juice. The AC just kicked in so I won't burn up in here. Okay. Got a sip of juice. Um, waking up and wetting the organs and so forth so that we can go ahead and get started. I'm going to try and make this a two-way conversation, but you should open up another window or grab another device and go to dryer bus. You heard it. It said go now to dryerbus.com. And then also um, you can then choose from there which platform is your favorite that you might want to follow us because we're everywhere, but we're also trying to meet you where you are. I remember when I started dryer Buzz. 2002 I needed a tagline I was filling out the widget the wizard and it said you know title and then tagline I was like oh god I need a tagline never mind the fact that I spent two years researching and learning every essence of how to do this thing and I was like okay now I need a tagline and I said you know I want to meet you meet we meet you where you are and at that time it was under the dryer in the in the hair salons so therefore, it's called Dryer Buzz. I have to explain that each and every time. And I'm glad that I have to explain that because I want to wake up curiosity. Um, when I studied what it meant to become a media outlet, and or I wanted at that time to become a nice, glossy magazine, and that would have taken uh, every ounce of blood, a couple of limbs, all kind of risk, and so forth. And I'm like, well, you know, I know this digital thing is to come, Perhaps I could do it that way, satisfy this urge that I have to create, not not drive my family crazier than I already do, certainly not risk um, a lot of things that we were trying to do at the time. And I said, digital is to come. And so I searched everything I wanted to know. Uh, I found the leaders of the industry, the leaders of the industry who at that time was not experiencing failure because most media outlets at that time, particularly print, was experiencing extreme failure and was coming to the end of their era because they were not embracing digital. And at first of all, and let me tell you, one of the reasons I want you to wake up and take over, this is what, this is what I call this, if you read the title, if you read titles before you click in, uh, you probably sound like, what is this? Well, if you had read the title, you'd realize this is where we're going to talk ourselves out of bed. People who, like myself, deal with things too far in the future, you heard me, 20 years ago, 20 years ago, I was like, digital is to come. So you can imagine the anxiety I've had for 20 years, Right. And then there are those also like myself who deal too far in the past, 
Like, I'm talking about stuff that happened in 2002. Girl, you cannot go back and fix these people who lost their businesses along the way because they refused to listen to you when you let them know that digital was to come. You cannot go back and save those newspaper editors who you told 20 years ago to create their own networks, not tell everybody to go to these these networks that were coming. You told, I have to live with myself knowing that I told all of these people tele- in television and radio and newspapers, y'all, I'm telling you, they look, they recall me crazy. I remember top people saying, girl, you are insane. Who are you? Because I would often offer this information unsolicited. I had to stop myself this morning. Y'all, I'm telling y'all, 2020 ain't telling nobody nothing, okay? I had to stop myself just this morning. I'm trying to save a new television show. I'm like, mm, mm. It's like, don't ask me for feedback. And they didn't, I'm like, you know, they didn't ask you. They hired the best producer ever. Just watch. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to watch. They, they got an executive producer. They don't need to know what the future holds. I'm like, because they doing this all backwards. It's not going to get a season two at this rate. I'd be surprised if they want all the episodes they have. Um, I'm looking at this, and this ship is sinking fast. But that's okay, because they, they, uh, uh, they, it's unsolicited. I could wake up, and I could take over. I could take over a couple of things. There's a couple of things going all wrong right now. I see, y'all don't understand. <laughs> I have the hindsight of so many people who have just poured into me to use this stuff as foresight. And people don't like that. They don't. And I'm like, I could wake up and take, I could wake up and take over. Let me tell you, when I started Dryer Buzz, is because at the time I was, I was running around with like, uh, like uh, what is, what's his name with the sky is falling? I was running around telling people the sky is falling, the floor is falling, the ceiling, all this stuff. This industry is about to burn. This industry, is, I was running around in, in, in 1992 to 1999, and I'm saying, man, this world of digital, the social media, and all this stuff, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, and I remember going to television, radio, print, all of them, and say, hey, listen, print, you've got to become radio, radio, you've got to become television. Television, you got to become a two-way conversation. And they were like, we don't know who she is. She's crazy. She's talking to people we don't even see. Because I was it's like, uh, yeah, I'm talking to the future. I'm talking to the rest of the world, you know, that has, that's already there. I mean, I, I come on, I, I, I deal with international communities every day. Other countries are so, like, we're so behind. We're so behind, you know. But, okay, fine. And after spending two years of doing that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go do this my damn self. <laughs> I look, literally. And I think my mother probably said to me, do it your damn self. My mother was that person. Like, like stop trying to tell everybody else. Do it your damn self. You know, wake up and take over. <laughs> my mother used to say it all the time. Take over. Just take over. Right? Which is why people now to this day can't stand to see me coming in the room. Because I have that take over. I wake up and I take over. But like I said, this morning. I had to stop myself because I woke up and I'm like, I'm going to drop this in the inbox. I'm going to say, hey, why don't you try this one? No, you're not. No, you're not. That, that little angel on my shoulder, like, no, you're not. They better wake up and take over. Tell them how to wake up and take over. And if they don't want to do it, take it over. I'm going to take, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch this, fail, these, I'm going to watch these um, unsuccesses happen. I want to call them failures because they tried it. 
I'm going to watch these unsuccesses happen, and then I'm going to take over. And let me tell you how to take over. Let me tell, first of all, get your journal. This is a journaling moment. It's called how to get out of bed. I know what you thought I was going to be like, oh, woe is me, oh, woe is me. No, that's not what get me out of bed. What gets me out of bed is the opportunity to take over. Opportunities get me out of bed. Opportunities keep me out of depression and away from anxiety because I get to deal with stuff in OW. We have not figured out how to, what that means. I don't know what it means. I, 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 I know in means numbers, negotiate, and everything. Oh, wait a minute. W means we, we know Hold on, hold on, negotiate, own it, win it. There we go, N-O-W, that's why you're supposed to listen. Your, you can quit right now. I keep telling y'all, 15 minutes into this, it's going to come through. It's going to come through. We're only eight minutes in. See, that's what happens when you wake up and take over. I've been trying to figure out, because I'm telling y'all, I've been trying to figure out what the nail is because when I did that tagline in 2002 and they said, what's your tagline? Everything around, what's your tagline? When I wrote those books, it's like, okay, what's the title? What's the tagline? Tagline. We would, life has been filled with tags. If you're not out there tagging stuff, now, N-O-W, now you will. Now you will because I don't told you what now means. Know those numbers, y'all. You cannot negotiate without knowing numbers. If you don't know your numbers, you're going to always be undersold, underbought. Underbid. You're always, I'm telling you, I got a book out there that I'm selling for $27. I first sold that book for 99 cents. I offered the book, y'all, I swear, was it that one or a chapter? I can't remember. 99 cents. That was the, that was the then. There's then and there's now, okay? In order to, doggone it, hold on, let me get the journal going. What, what, take over. Let me, this is how to take over. When you take over, you, you, you can get out of bed. We said now. We said curiosity, all right? Right? Curiosity. Okay. We said then. We only then. I woke up telling you what it was then that got me here now. Right? Because I'm not yet in the future. You're going to listen to this in the future if you don't catch it live. Okay? Now we said, I, can, I don't even have to write that down because I know what that looks like because that's what I'm about. Let me, we're talking about how to take over. So, in 2000, what was it going? Back 2002. The only reason I started driving was in 2002 is because I'd spent two years prior to that researching from uh, 1999 I had a I had a uh, online business and I was working I'll never forget I was working at a CPA firm and man and I'm talking like counting folks millions counting folks me many of them that you know because they manage some of the money of some of the richest people in the city and one of them is on is on television everywhere executive producing everything right now I used to manage his checking account at that time he had no money in it we were like man you're gonna have to go ask your grandfather for some money because he, he was creating he was like got this dream he was like he was like me off into the future right and and i would be like i would be glad to manage his account because he have no money i like to pay his bills get some money tell the grandfather hey he needs some money put some money in there so i can pay his bills or whatever that's what people do in the cpa firm right and then and then he'd be off trying to get he'd be off auditioning for that trying to get this and trying to get that and now you don't want to see him no more you know, you don't want to see him on nothing else. I promise you, you don't. But now it's like, I don't know who's managing the account because the amount is too much for me. I can't even count that high. But he had a he, he Every day he was about, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to take over. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to take over. And every I, and I love this about him now. And I'm not going to drop name. I'm just going to drop the game. What I love about him was he started out, he was supposed to be part of a... Um, uh, he started local, number one, but then he was supposed to be part of an ensemble. And every time he was supposed to be part of an ensemble, 
you know, everybody's like, I'm going to wake up. Everybody would do their part. I'm just going to do my part. I'm just going to read my size. I'm just going to do, I'm going to be the background. And they want us to, and they, people are always telling him, dude, they want us over here in the background. Somebody's always telling me that. When I go to cover events, they're like, Buzz, where you going? They want us over here. I don't care where they want us. I got dressed and came out of my house. I came out to take over, right? And there's some reason, plenty of reasons why I'm not invited to a lot of spaces right now. But then they were like, man, her takeover game is like, it's insane, right? Then there are those that come and say, can you come take over this? I'm going to tell you about those who realize the takeover game is strong, right? I run into them each and every day, right? As well as the others. That said, don't put her on the list. You don't have to put me on the list because I don't even want to take that over because that's so old and done anyway. But anyway, take over, y'all. I know this confidence thing, it comes through when you know what it is you're supposed to be doing in life. And when you know what you're supposed to be doing in life, nobody can stop you. But there are a lot of people that can't, haven't figured it out. I wake up like this, all this energy, like I got to let get this through. I got to get this through. Okay, so. Uh, yesterday, and if you're trying to figure out, well, dang, how do you wake up and take over? Maybe you need to go and listen to yesterday's episode where we said wake up ready. I, I, I gave you to get set ready. Now I'm giving you to go, right? If you if you didn't know about that, listen to the one before that where we talked about choices. Because it's Friday. It's been a whole week. It is Friday, right? Somebody tell me it's Friday. This is a two-way conversation in a second. At the 15th, I'm going to go and check comments. And at the 15th, I'm going to check the uh, a couple of the platforms that we are live on. Um, and also, if you listen to this in the podcast, you can always tweet me at Buzz your response. If, you, if you're not ready for the choices, if you're not ready and you don't know what your choices are, go listen to the podcast before that. This week, we talked about living and learning and lessons, right? And then, if you're not ready for all that, before that, we talked about hindsight. I started out with somebody's hindsight. So that I could use it as my foresight. There were some errors. Like, say, for instance, I was coming into, I didn't even realize that I was helping to create blogging, what would become blogging. There was no hindsight. But there was hindsight of traditional journalists, traditional publications, traditional radio, traditional television. Uh, and if you notice, it says Dryer Buzz News podcast and TV. It's been that way since day one. Even though you may not have had a device to check out the podcast, you certainly didn't have a device to um, read the news or to watch the TV. People would say, I love Dryer Buzz when my computer keeps crashing. I could only read it at work because at work they got that good T1 line and that high speed. And you get home, you can't go to Dryer Buzz. It's going to shut you down every time until you uh, go from uh, AOL or from dial up to getting the broadband. And they were like, ooh, not ready to do that. That's expensive. Okay, well, it's called the digital divide. When you get ready to go across that divide, you can get your drivers. But here, I'm going to give you this CD because I want you to read it at home. I want you to see what's going on. You take the CD, you put it into your computer. If you don't have internet or a strong enough speed, you will be able to read it offline. Yes, because she was always innovative like that. And I still think the guardian angel, this gentleman out in Arizona, whom I still don't know to this day, called me with unsolicited advice. Hey, this thing you got online called Dryer Bus is absolutely wonderful. But here's what you need to do. You need to put it on CD. Because, you know, they're putting out all these computers that's got this CD-ROM on it, and nobody knows what the CD-ROM does. But let me tell you, there's a little piece of code where you can take your website. Because I, I was all up in learning how to code, y'all. And I was self-taught because I was not about to go and get... Clinton was in office. 
I wasn't about to take on no debt. I'm just sorry. Okay. And all the presidents that came after him, I was like, Ooh, it's not a debt. It's not a debt time. So this gentleman out of Arizona uh, was following the following in some way, somehow. And he said, man, this would do well on CD. Cause I, I was probably somewhere whining about, man, I really want a glossy magazine. How do I print this out and put it in the salons and maybe here? Cause you know, you speak it outwardly, the universe is going to go and grab everybody and everything you need. And this man rung my phone and said, Hey, listen, um, this, you can put this on CD. And I'm like, what is he talking about? Who are you? He was like, there's a piece of code. Go look this up. And he gave me what to look up. And it was literally a little piece of code that you could take whatever you have online. And, and, and I still don't know. I still don't. I don't even remember the code. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a code keeper. I probably got it somewhere on some hard drive. I'm keeping whatever. I'm hoarding. And I'm actually not right now, but I was. So anyway, I took that code. And you could down everything, anything you're uploading online, you could download it to CD. I then would make that nice magazine cover, all those beautiful magazine covers that I really wanted to see, walk in the salons and see my magazine. I was walking in the salons and I was seeing the magazine cover as a, as a CD cover. And people were like, oh, what is this? And they take the CD and they put it in their car. Well, you're not going to be able to go to a website like that. But there was also another piece of code that would allow the CD to be to dual function, function as music as well as function as a website. So, and mind you, the first website I had on CD, which is why I had this vision um, to do it digitally, the very first, I went to a tech um, expo. Now, wonderful thing about expos is real expos don't cost nothing. Real expos, you come home with a whole lot of swag. Fake expos charge you all kind of money for everything. Don't go to those. All right, so I went to the expo, came on with the CD-ROM, and it was it was it was Volkswagen trying to sell a car on CD. And I remember putting that CD in. I didn't know. I was like, "Whoa, that thing opens!" It was all futuristic, Star Trek and all that. Put the CD in there, and I heard this thing and heard this noise, pretty much like an AOL dialing up. Next thing you know, all this Volkswagen stuff was on my computer. Oh, that's Boss. Now that was in the '90s, preferably probably around '96, '96. Seven, maybe no it that was well before that had to be before 95 that might have been like 93 because I was working on I had started a community organization at that time and then I realized yeah so that had to be around before 95 uh, so when he said put it on CD my mind went right back to that Volkswagen because what I learned to do from the Volkswagen one was oh I need a website I got a find out. I'm going to teach myself how to make websites. So I taught myself how to make websites. And that's when I realized, whoa, this is going to be the future. Everything we want, because, you know, we've seen it in the Jetsons, right? We've seen it in Star Trek. You know, I'm like, hey, it's here. It's here. It's here. I didn't know it was going to be 2020 before everybody caught, really caught on. So anyway, I woke up each and every day from that moment on thinking about how to take over the magazine industry. How can I take over? Now, I didn't really want to take over because, you know, the takeover is not even a thing you think about first. The first thing you think about is joining the pack. Well, then you learn the pack is in the back. Well, the pack is in the back. Well, we all in the back, right? My first thought was I want to wake up and I want to join the pack. And with this knowledge, I could join the pack because we have that as human nature. We want to be with other people who we think are like-minded doing the same thing. But you know why they're in the pack? Because they're holding every, they're holding each other back. The pack holds each other back, right? You think they're moving together? No, 
They're holding each other back. Get the hell out the way, people. I'm telling you, you got to want to get beyond the pack. But I thought, oh, here's a bit of knowledge that I have. I'm going to take it to the pack and I'm going to be one of the pack, right? Then you realize the pack, they hold each other in the rest of development. They just viral. They're, they're like a virus. It's something going on in that pack. I'm telling you. And so, cause I went in, I'm like, Hey, listen, y'all again, here, looking at me like, Whoa, this information she's giving us, it's highly unsolicited. She's trying to, she's trying to advance us further. Who is she to want to advance us further? And then I'm like, okay, it's not nice in the pack. I'm just going to take, I'm going to go ahead and do it myself. You all, you will always get to that point where you have to say, let me, I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and do this. Let me just go ahead and do this. Because you get tired of waiting on everybody to catch on. You get tired of telling everybody, trying to value. Pack. I'm going to write that down. What we said. Back. Value. You get tired. There are people right now coming, trying to get me to come back to the table because they have figured out the value in social media. They have figured out the value in collaborations. They have figured out the value in... Um, things that have just been said into, I don't know, y'all, I'm looking at this thing and I'm like, oh, now y'all get, and I, I'm, I'm that person to say it, right? You've got to realize that you can wake, you can wake up and take over. There's no fight for the spotlight. You just step in it. You just step in it. You ever notice, you probably haven't noticed. I'm, I'm here to tell you, I'm here to tell you. Um, so Everything that you've seen me, if you've watched me, followed me, everything that you've seen me do for Dryer Buzz, I literally do it for Dryer Buzz. Dryer Buzz simply exists because nobody believed that this was possible. This is not something that I wanted to do for myself. This is not something that I wanted to create as a family business. This was something I w- I'm going to learn to do this. I'm going to go get a good job. That's what I wanted. It, I wanted a job. Okay, I wanted to help bring these industries forward as a job. And then I'm like, you know what? And I think my mother said, just take over. Just go ahead and do it. Let them follow you. Stop trying to stop trying to follow them. And my mother was always lead. I'm like, oh, I want to be the leader all the time. No, you got to go ahead and do it. So after two years, uh, after 10 years of trying to convince industries that this thing was going to, that this thing was common, I then spent two years, okay, how do I do it on my own? How do I do it by myself? I, 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 I loved writing. I absolutely loved writing. I was always somewhere writing books, screenplays, scripts, all of those things, stories poured out of me like nothing. You see me, I just sit here and, and talk for 22 whole minutes on something I had no idea I was going to talk about today. This is not scripted. This is not planned. I wake up with a prayer for a breath of life. And then I said, I'm, I'm going to push this button and I start talking. Now, I meditate a little bit. I'm like, I just need one word. I need one word. And the word was take over. <laughs> and I'm like, well, maybe that might be a little bit abrasive. Shouldn't you say curiosity? I'm like, oh, I'll let that be part. Let me wake up and take over. And so... After spending a decade trying to convince industries that this thing was, that 2020 was common. Um, and I'm, I, I, have, I have to swallow a bitter pill every day because so many people call me crazy. Even though there was a, a man named Josh Harris who had become a, pretty much a billionaire off of, off of convinced. He was, even he, 
after them giving him billions of dollars, still weren't able to convince him that this day was, he still, was, he still wasn't able to convince them that this day was coming. So he took his money, went somewhere and bought an apple farm, and people are still out there looking, trying to figure out where he is. Uh, but anyway, uh, here I am. Couldn't convince television, couldn't convince radio, couldn't convince newspapers that this day, this digital day was coming. And I decided, well, I'm going to go forth on my own. I'll do it. I'll do it. And then, and then still thinking, if I do it and show it how it works, I'll join. I still, human nature will forever have us wanting to join the pack. Because as they say, it's lonely at the time. What did Billy D say to our girl? Success is nothing. Without someone, I'd be like, Billy, shut up saying that. Because I'm like, even though she still went back in the end and hooked up with Billy D in mahogany, do you know where you're going to do you like the things that life is showing you? All of that. Honey, I, I got a soundtrack. I got a, I, got a, I got a piece of spoken word out there with that soundtrack that's just bad, y'all. I'm telling you, I keep saying I'm going to get on stage with it one day. I don't know. I want to get on stage. I'm already, wait a minute. See, see, that need to join the pack. Girl, why are you trying to join the spoken word people? They in the back. Yours is already out there, went viral over and over again. I'm like, stop trying to join the, I have to tell myself, even this day, to this day, I mean, you know, it's lonely at the top. But I'm not going to tell you success is nothing without someone to share it with. Um, it's double without someone to share it. Can I tell y'all, success is double without someone to share it with. But I share it with my family. I share it with my family. Uh, it, it is a family business. I love the day that my dad called me and he says, um, okay, I love the brand. You know, and you got all this. He said, but you, the family name, you know, I mean, because we have a most amazing family name. It's Lattimore. Uh, Lattimore, Lattimore, however y'all want to say it. Yeah, we all cousins, all us. Just just peek the forehead, okay? I'm just saying. Um, and he says, no, he says, um, you need to put the family name on there. Put the family name. And so, and, and, and one of the things in branding, you got anybody that's trying to brand something, you know, that's a, it's a difficult thing trying to come up with your name. Because my company name um, since the 90s was Sistributions. Because in, in the era of, in the industry of distribution, I was pretty much one of the only black women who really understood, stood, understood and still understand to this day that distribution is everything. I don't care what kind of ideas you have. You've got to have a way to d- distribute it to your customer, your audience, your public, whatever. Now, you got to get it out now, right? And so I always understood that. I was like, but I'm still a sister. So, And, and at the time, my username was Sistory, meaning I was a sister writing history, Sistory, Sistory, and so forth. So... Uh, I combined history and distribution because I was distributing stories, right? I was distributing stories. So my publishing company became the publishers of then Dryer Buzz. When Dryer Buzz came around, I became distributions as the publishers of Dryer Buzz. There's a whole lot of stuff to say, but you have to have all those different levels of entities because Dryer Buzz wasn't the only thing that got published. 27 Answers got published, right? So who published that? Because some people, some people who want that tradition, want those traditional demographics or that traditional um, uh, hierarchy or schematics or SOP or all of that, they want to know, okay, well, who publishes Dryer Buzz? Because they can't believe, you know, that this is a one-woman operation. And I'm not even having them trying to have them believe it's a one-woman operation. It's a family business, right? 
because only way I could, only way this one woman can do it all is all those other responsibilities that she have, like feeding the kids, make sure the kids are off to school, home from school. They eating twenty four seven as they do. Got lights, electricity, all that stuff. You know, had to bring in some other people. Hey, mom. Hey, dad. What y'all doing? You know, I got this. I got this. And I, I literally went to mom and dad. I remember I was telling them I got this job and I want to climb this corporate ladder. And my mom was like, Oh, good. Yeah. You got a job, right? You know, people love for you to have a job. And my dad was like, why are you doing the job thing? You know, you got all them talents. Like, my dad was like, shouldn't you be an entrepreneur? You know, is that your... My dad was like, is that what you... Re-? My dad is that guy. I don't care what you go to him with. He always wants to know, what are the other options? What are the other alternatives? And that's why I'm like, I ain't telling dad about this because I know he's going to make me think this way, right? That, that's my dad. My dad is like, he wants to know is everything because one of the things dad is like, he don't want you... You don't want you to lose everything you got, right? It's like, uh-uh, because we don't do that. We don't get to, we don't get to, what these people said, rock bottom. We don't do rock bottom, right? You know, he, so, hey, that's what you want to do. But have you looked at this? You know, I, I can hear him right now. You know, it's like, even if I said that my podcast is going to be called Wake Up and Take Over, that's good. But you got something else, you know? And my mom is like, just as long as you got a job, just get a job, a job, 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 right? So anyway, so... At long for seven years of doing seven of the seventeen years, I had a job <laughs> because mom was like getting a little edgy around the edges, and so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, kids got to get ready to go off to college. We got to, you know, stock this money and funds and you know all this stuff they need. They want to be leaders like the mama. And, and ambitious children cost. I'm gonna just tell you like that. Let me tell you something, okay? Miscreants and deviants cost a lot of money. But ambitious children, they cost as well, as much money, okay? Those riding in the middle, y'all good. I'm just saying. Don't let them go to one, let them go to the other extreme of being ambitious. Support what they love. Because if you wake up and take over, they're going to wake up and take over. Okay, where we at? Go back. So for 10 years, I was out there trying to tell people how to take over. And they didn't believe this day was coming as we count down the days, the days, the days to 2020. Uh, and said, oh, man, she's insane. She's crazy. She got all this unsolicited advice. You know, then even in the, even in the solicited advice, people were like, oh, my God, who does that? Uh, you need to do this. You need to do this. Your magazine is not going to exist in 2020. Um, you need to start a television network. Who does that? You need to do that, right? Your magazine, you need to have, you need to do a podcast. You need to have, you need to have the words. A picture is, a picture is worth a thousand words, but those thousand words must also be spoken. So for every picture, for every editorial you do, there must be a thousand word uh, digital download. You know, that narrative, it's okay to put the, put the caption, but it must also, it's got to have all these, it's got to now have all these, these different layers. And I'm, I'm giving this advice, soliciting it. And unsolicited, because sometimes there were a lot of things that I was passionate about. Or I was in the audience of, of the customer of. I remember going into a salon when I first started Dryer Buzz. Hey, listen, I got this wonderful website called Dryer Buzz. And, and you know, all of Atlanta is like checking it out. Um, and actually, as a matter of fact, it wasn't even all of Atlanta at that time. I was trying to make it local because it was international. Because remember now, the rest of the world was already here where we are today the rest of the world was here in the 90s. The rest of the world was here in Y2K, right? That's why America didn't have no concern about Y2K. America wasn't even online in Y2K. Bump that. 
The rest of the world was like, wasn't worried about Y2K. All right, so I was here trying to get everybody online and telling them, listen, there's absolutely nothing to worry about with Y2K. What we needed to worry about was that storm that came through after Y2K where we spent, what, two, three weeks? And if you prepared for Y2K, you were prepared for the storm. That's why you must always have a plan, have a little bit of anxiety so that you do have something to fall back on. And when that storm came and knocked Atlanta off for, I think, what, a week or two weeks, um, we were hella prepared because we were hella prepared for Y2K. All right, because we were like, you ain't going to be able to go to the store, you ain't going to be able to use your bank and all that kind of stuff. Well, it wasn't Y2K. It was a storm. Uh, so we had enough stuff because we, we were in that takeover mode, right? All right, so again, a decade, a decade uh, trying to get others to do it. They thought I was crazy. And I said, well, you know what? I'm going to do it on my own. Let me do it. I'll do it. I, I love writing. Maybe instead of that big movie script, that screenplay, stalking Spike Lee, trolling Tyler Perry, uh, why don't I just go ahead and put this stuff out there, right, uh, in stories and articles. At the same time, I had spent 20 years in all my gray hair at, in my 20s. I spent my 20s and my 30s. I was like, I'm not spending my 40s. Uh, in community organizing, but I spent my 20s and my 30s working and volunteering, unsolicited and solicited, uh, in community organizing, trying to save the neighborhood, and particularly save the neighborhood children who were experiencing this crap epidemic, and, and trying to keep safe families, and trying to save schools, trying to save the future. Um, and I said, well, you know, the one element that was really truly missing is we don't have a media outlet. We don't have, we got, you got local news. We got newspapers. They're not trying to, they're not, they're not in this with us. In fact, they're, they're largely part of many of the problems that we do have. So if we had a storyteller and then I, you know, and I'm tired of trying to, to convince them to run, I'm tired of going down to channel two and waiting for this producer and that producer say, listen, can't you possibly tell this a different way? Could you stop destroying our neighborhood like this? You know, and I got tired of waiting on the newspaper, the editor to, to give me somebody to write about all this amazing stuff that's going on as we're trying to save our community. You know what? Do it your damn self. Do it yourself. And so when I started doing it, then lo and behold, they like, wait, there's value to that. They're over there, wait, they're over there telling their own story. Who is she? Right. I'm rolling up to the press conferences, you know, got my own questions and all that kind of stuff. And I'm writing, like, wait a minute. Okay, they put out a sound bite. Wait, how is she running the entire, how is she publishing the entire press conference? You know, because they don't pick their angles and their uh, agendas. It's like, wait, what do you, what, how is she putting uh, our sound bite back in context, right? What, what is this video that she just put out with our anchor? over there talking, you know, mic open and all this kind of stuff. Like, wait, how did she just, how did she just destroy this mayoral candidate? Right. What? Because people deserve the whole story. I thought they did. I, I mean, I thought that's what they wanted and the way they was, way they were soaking up the whole story. I'm like, this is a thing. This is a thing. People want more than eight lines of, of text. They want more than eight, an eight-second soundbite. They want to put stuff back in context. That day is coming. Now, even though we didn't have the cloud at that time and you had to put it out there and then go and delete it because there was nothing that would suffice um, putting out a 15-minute video and audio. It would take me a week to load uh, 10 minutes. It would literally would. 
before YouTube, it, and even when YouTube came, it take a week to, because I mean, we had dial-up, you know, and God, yeah, that's why you got, what was it, uh, where you could block your calls, because people would call and knock you offline, and you had to start all over, and I'm like, and then I remember convincing the family, y'all, we need a second phone line. Like where we get that where we get that kind of money from? We're gonna reimburse. I'm gonna reimburse the cost of it. I'm gonna get somebody to reimburse the cost. So then, now you got two and three phone lines up in your house because you gotta have one just for the computer. Don't give that phone number to nobody, even though the telemarketers will still find it and call you and knock you offline. You come home thinking your movie done. Your not movie. I wasn't bootlegging, but thinking your um video. Thinking your video. Oh Lord Jesus. Thinking your video done uh, uploaded and people come home. You come home and it done knock you offline three, four hours ago. So then they had to invent this thing, what is it called, block and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just saying, I'm, look, I told them, hey, I, I, I told Hollywood. I, tell, I was in the press conference with Sony. I told them, listen, y'all need to compete with the bootleg because the bootleg, let me tell y'all what's coming. And, and Sony said, and Spike Lee was sitting right there. Yeah, you can ask Spike. Because he looked at Sony, he was like, wait a minute, you, you mean people getting ready to boot up Spike? People ain't going to rip you the hell off. I told him, and I said, are you playing? I literally asked the, the executives from Sony, Do, what are your plans to complete, compete with bootlegging? Because these things are coming online. You know, they're so worried about the little bootleg people running around here in the barbershops on the salon. And China was over there about to, and I'm, I'm telling them, they keep talking about, I said, why are y'all talking about the bootleg man? The bootleg man is making $5, Okay. China, y'all sending a movie over there for China or whomever to make the CDs, and they putting the whole movie online for free. What? What do you mean? See, they weren't even on. They didn't even know this. Y'all so worried about somebody making five dollars? Come on, China got. What do you think? What do you think the bootleg man is getting to the superb quality of the movie? Because y'all don't want to let y'all don't want American-made CDs where America is going to respect your your intellectual property. China's over there, they'll put it all online, and then the bootleg man is not even going, because they, they want to try, the bootleg man, they were like, wait, the bootleg man is not in the movie theater, they're not, you're not, he's not in the movie theater with a camcorder anymore, because it's online, <laughs> y'all sending it to, y'all sending all the, all the post-production out of the country to get done, and the bootleg man is like going to get it from them because they 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 got it. I'm like, come on, people. I was there. I was I'm y'all. When I say I was telling people this stuff that this day was coming, and they were like, okay, well, how do we keep this day from coming? You can't. You cannot stop the inevitable. All you got to do is wake up and take over. All right, 30 minutes into this, I probably have said too much. Let's get ready to wrap it up. So we got to get to. And I said I was going to go online and check some of your comments. Like I said, this is a live taping. And hopefully uh, this device will, this other device, all these things need to be updated. Have y'all noticed the apps and things like that? But let me tell you, we talked a little bit about the pack in the back. And I keep starting from the beginning, trying to get to the end of this thing. And it won't even let me see the, the new content. So let me go over here. But um, like I said, I, I, everything that you know about Dryer Bus, this is, this is, what I try to offer industries, and I still try to offer them the industries. In fact, you can go if you're trying to catch up by 2020. Um, we are doing some we're doing some crash courses. We're doing some crash courses. You can get a call. You can get a side by side or a clinic. A call, side by side or a clinic. You can get a call. I Meaning you can call me and ask me some questions. You can get a side by side. We can sit down and look at where you are, 
or you can get a clinic for your group or your business, right? That's my, that's our family business, right? So, um, 10 years trying to get other people to realize this day was coming. They didn't. And, and I kept trying to learn it. And this is what you, this is what I, the takeaway you, cause you're not trying to do all this. I know you're not, but what I'm trying to say to you in this moment is we keep trying to get in with the crowd, get in with the pack. Um, we tr- keep trying to get somebody else's approval. We keep worrying about what people think, right? And that's just not why you keep waking up. That's not what each of your days are for. Now, if that's all you envision, you know, you, that if that's, that's your hundred, that's a, if that's a hundred percent of your happy, then fine. That's, you've done it. Glad you're waking up. I hope you wake up each every day. You're able to do what you love, right? But if you realize if there's something, you feel like you just get that inkling that there's something else. You put just a little bit more oomph in your step. You know, you just, just work just a little bit harder. Sometimes it means, um, and, and, and I know you like me, you're out there probably trying to convince somebody else or somebody's trying to convince you that to be somewhere or exist in some space. You like, I think there's more out there. You can see there's a little bit more light. Yesterday I had the perfect vision of I was on the highway. I was driving into the city and I looked in the rearview mirror and I had the sunset and I looked ahead and, I, and the moon was rising. And I was like, oh, my God, that is so beautiful. Unfortunately, I have Apple iPhones and the good Lord above that said, uh-uh, I'm not giving that up for iPhone. You ain't finna do that for the, for the gram, right? You just got to soak this in and, and be a part of this. You got you to gotta be a part. You got to be in the now. You, this is for you. It's for you right now. First of all, you flying down the highway. You're not going to be able to catch this, capture this unless you pull over. And I actually did pull over. But then I, when I pulled over, I'm like, wait, I don't have it both. That was a moment for me. Learn what is for you. Write that down undervalue for you because until you know and do what's for you, you cannot do what's for anybody else. I could not convince those industry leaders that this day was coming because I had not done it. It was not seen. And so all along the way and more and more, I accomplished the unseen and get persecuted for it because people persecute pioneers, all of the pioneers out there. If you go to any conference or, or go to any, jump on any conference call, the first thing you're going to find out if a person said they were trying to pioneer something, their story is going to be how they were persecuted. If they were the first to do this or the first to do that, they're going to have a story of how they were persecuted and how many times over they lost everything. It's going to happen. When you are doing something that has not yet been seen by others, it's not something that is all accepted by the pack, right? But you have to do it for yourself. And when I began to do it for myself, when I went out there, I'm like, okay, y'all not going to run these stories. I'm going to publish these stories. When I publish those stories and put it in my neighborhood and my neighborhood was able to put that, put some of that stuff back in context. Well, they said he said this, but here's what, here's the whole thing. Right. And then people were like, um, this newsletter and newspaper thing you've got going around the neighborhood. Can I put an ad in there? It was a daycare lady called me like, yeah, I'll put an ad in there. Cause I got to reimburse some of this cost. Right. And, um, and it, and it grew and grew and grew and, and believe it or not, the way that the, my distribution was fax machines, honey, if you gave me a car with a fax number on it, I was going to fax you this, um, newsletter, right? Then I learned, once I learned about websites and all that stuff, I started putting it online. And then I, then I learned that, okay, well, nobody has 
you know, speed fast enough to go online yet. Then I was like, okay, well, you got to work on the digital divide. You got to go and join the pack that's working on the digital divide. Well, they were the pack. They just wanted to talk about, oh, well, you know, we have this digital divide. Oh, we have them like, well, here's how we get, here's how we connect everybody. And they were like, what do you mean connect everybody? Oh, these people don't want to be connected. You know, oh, you just want to make money. Uh, you just want to make money and build your prominence on the fact of talking about their disconnected people. Well, I'm sorry. I'm going to move it. I'm gonna, what's that thing? That meme? I'm going to head out. That meme y'all got going on. When I saw that, y'all, I died because that has been me. That's been my life. I'm going I'm to just head out. Right? Because I have been at the table. People who, who want to talk about all the disadvantages that people have. Like right now. Everybody, even listen, even in that Democratic debate last night, they all want to talk about the problems that Dems have. But I, I was turned that thing on. And I was like, I'm going to just head out. Right. So when I talk to them about, hey, here's how we connect everybody. Here's what's going to come that everybody here. Here is when the day is going to come that everybody is going to be connected. Because what happens is when you give a person all that they need and they still don't advance at all, then you begin to realize it's a priority issue. And one of the things that nobody wanted to publicize is priorities. Because when you deal with certain sectors of people, because it, I'm telling you, like they always say, you can lead a horse to water, you cannot make them drink. Find a person thirsty enough, they're going to drink every drop. You got to find the person thirsty enough. Okay. There are people who love to go and put water in front of people that just ain't thirsty. Because... They make a lot, and, and there's a whole, whole ass quote that has been said to us for centuries. Every generation of people that are out here trying to do stuff, trying to change the world, save the world, however you want to call it, have this quote about these people. And, and this is one of the things, like I said, when I started Dryer Buzz, well, actually, before I started Dryer Buzz, the reason why I went on and became Dryer Buzz because I started other publications that would um, publicize the work that activists. And activism. That's all I did. I talked about activism and, and, and active, activists, right? And then I realized they just want to talk. They just want to talk about the problems. They want to go from one hotel to the next. Every th- Thursday night, they, they landed last night. Friday, they have, they have these big, let me tell you, from now until it get too cold, okay? They go from now until it get too cold. You're going to see them after it get too cold. They go from hotel to hotel chicken dinner to chicken dinner, and they talk about these problems. And I'm telling you, I was in that pack. They were like, because, you know, they were like, oh, whoa, you know, wait, she's a mom and a single mom. I was a mom. They love to say single mom. Um, And she's an activist and she's a community and she knows this. Let's bring her into the pack. And I was like, wait, well, we're not actually doing any work. When do we do the work? And this is what I would say to them. When do we do the work? Because, you know, we go from one convention and then we start getting ready for the next convention. And I'm like, well, when do we do the work? When is the work done? And I kind of find out the work is never done. The work is never done. This is why you have Jamil Hill out here a whole three generations later wondering why we can't get no black athletes to go to HBCUs. Because I'm sorry, Jamil, nobody wants to do the work. Now, Jamil can decide she wants to stay in the pack and just talk about this thing. Or do you want to go over to these schools and fix the value system so that the next generation can go? No. She probably just want. I don't know. I don't know her like that. Okay. And I mean, she's made, she's made some sacrifices. So maybe she's going to wake up, wake up and take over one day. She's definitely made some sacrifices. She's lost, as many love to say, her good job. You know, some people don't like you losing those good jobs. She lost her good job. But she's still, she's still going. She has found other, other vehicles, other avenues. 
And I'm hoping that she is more than just frustrated. We hope that she is what? Mad. Because mad is what? Motivated and determined. Motivated and determined. Because when you're motivated and determined, you want different outcomes. So talking about the fact that you want black athletes at HBCUs. Because I'm saying, what school was cornbread? We go back to cornbread early me. What school was cornbread? Yes, I'm asking. Was cornbread getting ready to go to an HBCU or PWI? Let me know. Because we just, we, we, Michelle Obama went to a PWI. Let me see. I'm, I'm drinking my juice not as a tea thing. I'm just saying. And if you remember, the HBCU crew, the, it, the civil rights leaders, I don't even know if they did some civil, civil rights leaders went to PWIs too, didn't they? I think they did. I don't think they went. Well, they didn't know. Some went, some didn't. They finished up at PWIs because once the PWIs saw the value of them at the HBCU, they gave them all kind of opportunities to bring that to even Malcolm X spoke at the PWIs. I don't think they let him speak at the HBCUs. HBCUs, who am I talking to? I don't know who I'm talking to. I'm just saying. Um, but it's a thing. It's a thing. I got to wrap this up. I got to wrap this up. I was trying, y'all, I'm sorry, this device, I was trying to come over here and see some of these uh, comments. Let me see if I can, <laughs> while y'all sit with what I, what I just said, hold on. See, I'm trying to use an older device and I need to update it so that I can monitor this conversation. Here we go. Okay, we'll go over here. We'll go over here. All right. All right, good. Put that down. Put that down. Let's wrap up. Let's wrap up. We're at the 49, four minutes over. Um, what do I have going on? I want you to wake up. Let's go from the top to the bottom. One takeaway is now we realize we, we Gary Busey, the word now, and I'm letting Gary Busey have that. Cause I respect my elders. Not God. I hope Gary Busey. I hope you're older than me. I hope you are. Um, but now negotiate, negotiate ownership and win, negotiate, own it and win it, honey, negotiate it, own it, win it. Right. The difference between. Oprah and everybody else. I was going to say Oprah and Gail, but the difference between Oprah is that she she needs a piece of ownership. Beyonce negotiates a piece of equity. Equity, right? Equity. That's what you want in this life, y'all. Equity is the only thing that is transferable. Okay? We don't do enough. Um, people talk about equality and all this kind of There's There's so many talkers out there. I realized in my life that I was a doer and I was going to, that was the other word in, in the lessons I learned from my dad. If takeover don't take off, I was going, my go-to was going to be curiosity and doer. I wake up each and every day as a doer. I wake up on my worst day as a doer. So you can just imagine how much I propel myself and those who depend on me, how much I propel us when I am doing Right. And I want to become a doer. I want it to be done, right? Done. Write that down. This podcast is done. Wake up and take over. If you, you might be that person that's cool with being in the pack. That's fine. Because the pack is necessary. The pack is necessary. There's so much data in the pack. It's so much to learn from the pack. If you are people watching or, or data mining or trying to figure out society, that's society. Society is the pack. There are people, they just, I, I kept thinking, and all my life, I kept trying to be in the pack. And I just remember my mother, my mother was like, it's not going to work for you. 
Cause I used to always I tell my mom, I don't want to, I don't want to excel at that level. I just want to, you know, and she would always tell me that everyone thinks she hated that. She, that was her pet peeve about life. And there was never really a pack around her. She was never really part of the pack. And I'm like, okay. And I'm clearly her daughter. And even my dad, it was like, it was always the doer. It's like, it's done. I'm like, y'all look, y'all be come, girl, where's your dad? I'm like, girl. My, I'm like, first of all, why are y'all following my dad? I'm like, I know, he has the most awesome timeline ever. He, he's just enjoying life. And, I, and I'm like, and I keep wishing, like, why don't I have that? It ain't time. It's not my season. He's in, he's in his season. It, that's not my season. I'm like, I'm not ready to like do all of that. I'm like, but I, I love that he is, he and my mom, they were my greatest lessons. And, and even though I want to just kind of hang out back here in the pack, it's hard. It's hard. I, I thought everything that I know, and, and this is what keeps some of us from getting out of bed, that wanting, longing for belonging. I talk about that. You'll see me post that if you follow me online. Uh, I talk about that, that sense of longing for belonging that people have uh, first as humans. And then in these particular different enclaves that we're in. Being women have it, black women have it. Um, everybody, everybody, however you identify, however you identify, um, there is a sense of longing to be, longing for belonging that goes along with that, and that's why we have these different packs, and that's why many of the packs are dysfunctional um, to certain degrees because it really, it really, it really, they really are full of people that are by their own standards and some of us by our own judgmentals we're judging them but even by their own standards they're holding themselves back and we love to say i'm sorry i got the hiccups um we love to say that everybody should be here or they should be there and i love that as i sit here and i talk to you guys about my cds and the throwback i'm i'm looking over at my i have a stack of, of books here uh in front of me i have these stacks of books and at the top of that book, it looks like I have uh, a saved copy of one of the CDs. Under that is a book. The next book says Hardball for Women. Under that one, it says, Girl, get your, oh, get your mind right. And then uh, I see a couple others that I, those are my go-to, um, go-to books there. Who's, who's is that one? That one looks, I got to check that one out. And some books that were given to me by women, that's in that stack. And on the top of that are the dried flowers from my mom's memorial, right? And I'm like, whoa. And I didn't even realize I was curating that stack like that, that it would be that visual as I sit here. Because you know me, I, I have a couple places I sit to do my podcast as I end this and, I, and, and the things that I've said. Listen, you might not be ready to wake up and take over. You might have to listen to this a couple of times. I didn't start this. The reason Dryer Buzz is what it is today, if that's what you know me as, um, is because I created the formula for it to give to somebody else who didn't understand the value. They did. They were not ex- accepting of me, right? I didn't meet whatever criteria, and I, I have never met the criteria of, of many people I, I'm telling you, but I have to flip that story in my head because it is a painful one. And it being persecuted and prosecuted, I, I've been both persecuted and prosecuted just for having ideas. Um, so I have uh, a pain, I have many painful experiences 
along this journey. Even though Dryer Buzz and what I do gives many people great joy, it's particularly me. There's so much joy at the beginning of my day, all throughout my day, the end of my day, because I wake up with that takeover mentality. But there's also a lot of bitterness. There's also a lot of pain because people have looked at me in my face and said, you might be crazy. Or, and, and literally said, no, I can't tell you how many no's I get. I can't even tell you how many no's I got this week, how many uninvited I got this week. But I keep it moving. I still wake up with that take because I realize it's not the no. There's a, they don't understand the value. So you've got to. Otherwise, y'all, I'd be right here unable to get out of this bed. Can you imagine if I was to really drop names and tell you how many people have called me inside and particularly who, even though I have to be around some of these people in this space and, they, and I just let them realize, damn, she had the value, right? Because I know my value, but it takes living this long. I'm just sharing you to hindsight and hindsight. I'm going to tell you, can I tell y'all hindsight is not 2020 because by the time you learn the lesson, you lose your sight. Your good sight. So it's still not 2020. If I had the moment to, if somebody said, okay, you could travel in time back, you know, I would say no. There's nothing I would change because if I did it wrong, then I'd probably go back and do it wrong again. You never really learn. I, I, I know, in fact, all I know now is how to reduce the harm that it caused. But that doesn't stop it from happening. I could go back and reduce the harm from this moment and that moment and that moment. But some, these things are just meant to happen. They are just meant to happen, but guess what? And they say if it, if it don't kill you, make it stronger. Stop being around stuff trying to kill you. Just stop. Save yourself. I will tell you that in all of my experiences, people say, well, how do I save yourself? Because until you learn to save yourself, until you learn to value you, make you a priority. I, I, I tell people that all the time. I tell somebody that the other day. They were trying to um, do, what if we do this for? Why would we? Why would we? My co-host, we get ready to plan breakfast. We get ready to plan a breakfast, and girl, let's you and I have breakfast, and we'll have an audience because everybody's not gonna get it. Everybody's not gonna get the value of it, but we're gonna have an audience and let them witness it because in that witnessing, they will one day be able to have it. I can't. I tell you, and I know this to be true because somebody comes up to me every day talking about something that has already happened, and now they understand the value of it. That's why each and every one of your days, and not, no, it's not. I'm, you know, don't even lie to people like that. Pick a day. What, let me, no, no, you can't even pick a day. Let me tell you, because I just did it today, realizing that it is necessary to wake up and take a, I, only reason I realized it because I can look back and say, that's what I did. Oh, that's what I did. I was in the take, because there are a lot of people didn't like the takeover spirit. I'm like, oh, that's what I did. But in all, as I sit here and what I want to do today, the stuff that I want to do today, I would not be able to do it today. And the dog is like, okay, you know, I wouldn't be able to do it today if I didn't take over, if I didn't take over then. But my, the now, I want to live in the now. I, I tell everybody, I want to live in the now. I love now. I love it, y'all. And I've always, I, I always, that has always been my goal. I want to be able to enjoy my now. I don't want to have to say, okay, in five years I'm going to do this and, and this is going to happen. I want to, I want, what I want to do today, that it took work to get to this point to be able to do it today. I wanted the first thing that I do in my day is to breathe and then do a podcast. I just did that. That was my, that was my now. I negotiated that. 
I knew I needed to own everything to get that done because if I wanted to win in it. And I, I don't even know if I want to say win. I might want to, I may want to say another word on that because winning is selective. Now, there are those that tell you, well, this is what the trophy, the trophy is for this, the award is for that, and the plaque is for that. But the actual winning, because there are people who didn't even finish the race that felt like they won. They got in it. They got dressed. They can, hey, winning for me, I, I go to the Peachtree Road Race each and every year. I am sitting at mile five in my chair. That is as far as I can go. One day, maybe I'll walk it. Maybe I, I don't know. I, maybe I'll start my own. I don't know. But I know what the winning is. Know what your win is. Know, have, have that goal. But the biggest thing, yesterday we talked about just be ready. Yesterday I talked about be ready. Today I'm talking about the takeover. Because for the most part, things that I was taking over, I wasn't ready for it. Because like I said, all that I did for Dryer Buzz, hell, I was trying to do that for television. I was trying to do that for magazines. I was trying to do that for newspapers. I was trying to do that for, um, for radio. And they all said, no, don't think we can, we don't want to, we don't, we don't. I, I remember radio particularly saying, well, we don't, we don't want a message board. We don't want a comment section. You know, we don't, we don't want a website. I remember. I re- particularly, I remember the meeting. I remember, I remember the threats. <laughs> you know, I remember getting the emails about, I remember getting the cease and desist. I remember getting the disclaimers. Like, you know, I mean, I, I remember all of it. I remember telling them, giving them my response to all of that. Like, watch, wait, watch who you're coming for. You, you better know, you know. I remember all that because I was trying to let them know this day was coming. And now this day is here. And I'm, I sit around like, like Pinky. What are we going to, when, when, uh, like the brain. I sit around like the brain. When Pinky come up, what, and you already know who Pinky is. What are we going to do today, Brian? And I just say, hey. What the same thing we do every day. Y'all, we wake up and we take over. Thank you all so much uh, for listening. And if you're ready to take over, let me just tell you this. If you really want to take over 2020, first I'm already tell you, you're five years late because we already we already celebrating 2025. I'm just telling you. Uh, but if you do want to catch up, I, I, it's, it is what it is. If you want to catch up and you want your 2020 um, to be all that it can be. I'm, I'm, I've already done it. And I'm here to tell you how it can be done now. Right? Because I did my 2020 in 2000. Probably even before that. Um, and so now all I, I, I literally have been able to just sit and wait. Five, literally five years. Um, I put everything. I automated everything in, in 2014. And I just not chill. I didn't chill these five years. But now all I got to do is pick it back up. Because now we're working on 20, 2025. We're working on 2050, actually, um, uh, as, to what, as to where this thing is going to go. 20, 2025, let, let me give you what you can digest. 2025 is um, you need to set some stuff in 2020 that you can just roll on to 2025. And um, if you want to, if you want to take over, if you want, I can even tell you how to be, a, be amongst the pack. If you tell me where you want to be and I can help you get there, you can ask me. I'm going to look at you like a, I might have a look on my face. That's why you want to do a call. Uh, if you want to do a call, you want to do a side-by-side. Or if you want to take one of our clinics, if you want to do a call, a side-by-side, or take one of our clinics. Uh, let me say this. Let me let you understand. There was an app um, that's advertised this week, and, and, and I just saw Six Flags just join this app. Um, shift work. Shift 
temp and contract work just got an app very much like Rideshare. And there are people now who were able to, once they pass the background check, just like any of these other apps out there where people are doing these services. If you're looking for shift work, there is an app called, it's called Work Now Locally, W-O-N-O-L-O, Winolo. I don't know how they say it because, you know, we're in a digital environment, haven't already spoken. But um, go look on my timeline and get the link. Get the link. It is a referral link. It is a referral link. There is an incentive. But the incentive is you can go to work today. You can go to work today. How many of you have ha- ever had to deal with a temp agency where you got to call them, you got you to go in, you got to take the drug test, hopefully you can pass, you got to go and uh, take all these little tests, and then you got to call every day and call every day. Hopefully they show you some favor and give you one of those assignments. Okay, well, all that has just been cut out. Absolutely just been cut out. In fact, there's so many shifts on this thing right now, and they're only locally I'm only seeing about three companies on there. Can you imagine? And, and Six Flags just came on that today. Six Flags has a shift uh, Sunday for, for the Sunday after I record this podcast uh, for a food worker. Uh, when events come to town, they're going to be on this app. Looking for people to come and set up the events. Catering uh, jobs are on there. Um, all, this, all the kind of jobs. Um, uh, what is it? General laborers. People who drive the pallet jacks and the forklifts and all of, all of that work now has an app that's going to cut out. Because when you cut out the middleman, you cut out the bias. You cut out the fact. I hate to hear a person say, and some of our good Christian friends love to say this uh, highly favored. Let me tell you, I want a world where everybody receives favor. So I don't deal with those people. I hate for someone. Please stop saying that because we're going to persecute you on that. Because everybody should have favor. And I love this app. I love it because these notifications come in about these jobs because I see every I see posts online, people asking about um, opportunities and to be able to screenshot. Hey, here's a job. Go go. And because a lot of people are won't do something or can't get out of bed simply because they worried about how they're going to look. And they, you know, they worry about judgment. People worry about judgment. But now, again, here comes the opportunity to take all of that out of the way. Go and check it out. The, the link is on my timeline. In fact, I posted a screenshot of, uh, and I'm going to continue to do that. Um, but if you are out there, you need to work now. You need a shift now. Go and check it out. It's absolute. Uh, and guess what? You can see how much you're going to make for the day up front. Here it's right there. Uh, and that's what, that's what these apps are doing, the disclosure. The problem is, and the problem that has been around since the 90s, when I was telling people, when they, they told me they didn't want websites and they didn't want, they didn't want all this digital life, was simply because they weren't ready to, disclo- they didn't want the disclosure. They didn't want upfront disclosure. They want to do upfront pricing, right? But then they looked, they looked at the fact that, well, Amazon had upfront pricing. That's why Jeff Bezos is the richest man in the world and don't make nothing. He just created an opportunity for you to put upfront pricing, right? You, you, nobody has to drive to your store, drive to your location, then figure out the price and then figure out it's out of their budget. But now they every up uh, is time. It's like the only reason this industry has not been here is because there were those gatekeepers who didn't want to disclose that who did not want to disclose that. And when you go on there and you see, okay, well, if you go do five hours here, you're going to make this, and it tells you they're going to make that, and if somebody referred you, they're going to make that, but you're going to make this. Listen, and there are going to be those people who will say, 
Oh, well, I don't, why are they going to get a referral? Because they just gave you, told you about the opportunity. They're going to be those that don't know that value. So they're going to they're gonna continue to starve. Okay. They're going to continue not to eat. They're going to they're gonna continue not to take a shift. Right. Simply because they don't want you to get the referral. So go, even if you are not going to work one of the shifts, go over there and sign up. Go look at the link on the timeline. Go and sign up so that you can make referrals and let people know. Help somebody. There are going to be those that's not trying to be in the pack at the unemployment line. There are those that's not trying to be in the pack at all these other lines, right? They want to shift. Let me tell you, you're going to have to lead a pack to go and do this. I'm talking about this is a wake up and take over move. This is a wake up and take over move. And not only that, you get to rate the job and they get to rate you. And guess what? They also get to hire you. You don't have to keep working on the app, right? If you go and you do well and they have an opportunity, guess what? You just got in the door and, and talk about on digital favor, you know, without judgment, they just need people to show up and that's what they say, you know, and they tell you show up like this on your best and on time and all this kind of stuff, right? And you ain't got to worry, you got to worry about that person, you know, calling, you got any assignments today, you know, but they showing this person over here all the favor and that person over there paying all their bills. Mm -mm. You can go out there. You, if you, if you did, um, there's a company, uh, about 25 miles away. If you did that kind of work, they got, they got weeks of shifts out there. Like it's holidays are coming y'all. Think about it. Okay. Think about it. Okay. All right. And I didn't tell you, I didn't tell you if you want to ask me, um, it's called askdryerbuzz.com. You want to ask me how are people doing all this? How are people getting away from the pack? How are people waking up and taking over? How is it that everybody doesn't know? How is it that some are ready for 2020? Um, they ask dryer buzz. If you ask, you could ask me if you want to do a call, a side by side, or take one of our clinics, go to askdryerbuzz.com. All right. Thank you guys. Ooh, nine minutes, nine minutes. Uh, I'm going to hit this button. You know, I got one more favorite I need you to do. And that is. Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.